0: Sportsnet 650 presents Ciders, Sodas, and Cocktails, the RTD show, and the ever-changing world of refreshed beverages and cocktails in a can. We'll discuss the brands. We'll meet the people behind the innovative, ready-to-drink beverages hitting the market. We'll talk trends and the future of the industry. It's the fastest-growing segment of the spirits industry today. This is Ciders, Sodas, and Cocktails on Sportsnet 650. And here are your hosts, Joe Leary and Legacy Liquor Store brand ambassador, Daryl Lamb. Well, indeed, welcome to uh, the month of
1: January. This is, of uh, course, the first show of 2024. I'm Joe Leary, along with Daryl Lamb. We're at Taste of Legacy in Olympic Village. I trust that the holiday season was uh, was merry for the Lamb family and for the Legacy family?
2: It was awesome. You know what? Dad came out from Ontario. He got to spend all the time with his grandkids. It seemed like these. School Christmas break was about 17 weeks long, so they had all the time in the world to spend with their grandfather, and Legacy was fun. I love, I love Christmas time. I love the holiday season, but it actually doesn't le- end for us, Joe. Like we, we have the holiday season, then of course there's a massive Slobo-Croatian Orthodox community in Vancouver, so we had uh, two Christmases, two New Years, and we're shooting in right into the Lunar New Year period, which is just always fun.
1: And uh, traditionally, January kind of takes a hit in some places because a lot of people participate in dry January. Have you noticed any difference in in sales?
2: Uh, we, we we see a nice little uptick in, in stuff as people still are sober curious to try and do yeah. it. I personally celebrate a moist January, uh, <laughs> <Damn> but uh, <laughs> I mean it's Robbie Burns, yeah, the, uh, Lunar New Year. There's no way I I I just can't do it. I'll 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 just do uh, dry Monday. How
1: well, and that? not only that, but there are now this is a great problem to have because now in 2024 the variety of Tasty non-alcoholic options is amazing. Back in the day, you know, you're looking at O'Doul's as the non-alcoholic beer version. That just didn't really, you know, didn't really. Those stick old boiled landing. beers and things like that. Yeah. I mean,
2: I was just uh, my friend Jennifer Palmer had me on Global to go through some of the cool new stuff. Right. And there's some great beers and canned cocktails and things like that. Spirits are tough though. Yeah. I mean, like uh, you know, I, I I I didn't find say a non-alcoholic whiskey that I was like, I'm not gonna get behind any of these. I whiskey needs time age, and, and and texture, and, you know, a bottle of tea is a bottle of tea. Coming up on
1: the program, we're going to talk about a really good tequila cocktail called Carbon. This is a uh, second occasion on the show. We've got Jolene Larson, who will join us and talk about the uh, the new innovations, and apparently there's a new flavor or two or three that she may tease us with. I'm not exactly sure. Our buddy Arturo is uh, working back behind the bar there, creating some kind of crazy cocktail for us. We'll talk to you. Uh, Scott Thompson from Madlab Spirits and we kick off the show with a little bit of Royalty, some uh, spirit royalty. Our friend James Neal, who is the luxury brand ambassador for Beam Centauri. always a pleasure to have on on the show, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. I thought we were
3: going to change the name of the show. We're talking about we that. Can, you know RTD. Yeah, you know, I know. We're talking and about. I've it. been on the show now. Yeah. I don't know how many times. Like eventually, we just got to call it the RTD and Scott show. RTD no, uh, and we, Scott <laughs> show. Yeah,
1: we, especially. We, yeah, we should. Uh, now you pr- pop your head into into the city of Vancouver frequently in in an official capacity. What what brings you? Are you here for Robbie Burns Day? So
3: it's Robbie Burns is... Nobody really celebrates Robbie Burns on the 25th like we should it's, be doing. It's usually like a middle of the week. It's a kind of week thing. Right? It, it becomes a week-long celebration. So uh, I was in Victoria last week for the Victoria Whiskey Festival. Uh, and I always take a stop over here because uh, there's always so much going on right after. And Robbie Burns week is exactly why we're doing it. So we've got uh, I've got a huge dinner tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, we hosted a hospitality kind of celebratory appreciation day yesterday at a great local spot at Bagheera's. And we just invited 30, 40 people, uh, just local bartenders, anybody in the hospitality industry. We just hung out. And it was funny because they all walked in. And if you haven't been to Bagheera's, it's it's a it's a thing in itself. It's a cool place. And then they get there, and they're like, oh, so you're going to talk to us today about LaFroy? I was like, no. You're going to talk to us about Bullmore." I was like, No, this is appreciation. Thank you. Help yourself to a bottle. And everyone just started pouring, and it was it was just this, it built organically. It was really wicked to see. And,
2: and having it so close to Legacy, what was great was uh, everybody came by Legacy first, and I was like, are you had nothing. And I, I i so wanted to get there, but then I, I just couldn't make it and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, I'll rain check this thing. But it was so neat to see. Like, when it's something like Beaumont and it's something like the Freud, you know you're going to get the, like, I don't want to say cream of the crop, top echelon kind of thing, but everybody, all the bar stars, the real deal, the reason why people come to Vancouver as a Cocktail, as a spirit hub, as a, as a bar, uh, kind of uh, location on the planet. They all came through yesterday. Everybody came to that show. It was great. It, it was really good. cool to see some people.
1: So um, now the Robbie Burns thing. Were you serving food?
3: Uh, yeah. So was it, was it haggis? Uh, no. We will be doing haggis tonight, okay. and we'll be doing haggis tomorrow night. But
1: because part of my ignorance, but the only one time in my life I tried it, it tastes like re- it tasted like really bland stuffing.
2: So so like I, I, like I feel like we've made it scary. But really what it is is, like, a nice, like, kind of a, a loose sausage, okay. if you will. Right. I mean, it's not... Well, Good you, name like, for a band, Loose Sausage. Loose I've had haggis my whole life in um, okay. you know, a Scottish household uh, and things like that. It's delicious. And then the other thing, too, I mean, the, the old traditional methods are not how yeah, people make it now. One of the okay. best forms of haggis, if you're ever in Scotland, then I highly recommend you go to Scotland. Make sure that you go to Island, and visit Beaumont-Lafroig. They do deep fried haggis on the street and after you've come out of a bar and you you just need you need that like something to sop up what you've uh, you've just done to yourself for the last five hours get yourself a nice deep fried haggis looks like a piece of fish and chips it's delicious okay Right. Duly, <laughs> duly
1: noted. Okay, that aside, James Neal, let's uh, let's talk about being the luxury brand ambassador. You travel the country pretty extensively, yeah. and obviously <laughs> get a chance to uh, you know mingle with the bar stars in in the great uh, great hospitality joints across Canada. Uh, what, what's your take on Vancouver's? Without pandering, what, what's your take on the Vancouver cocktail scene?
3: Yeah, I I love this question. I used to live in the city. I've always been a fan of it, and I will say this as I travel the country and I had this conversation last night with a few people. Vancouver, in my mind, is one of the top spots in Canada. It's, I think the quality that is put together in the food and the drink category in this city is unmatched. Toronto has some great spots, and they're elevated. They do a great job in the marketplace. The difference in the two cities, Toronto is so big. Yeah. The footprint on Toronto, yeah. like, it can take you an hour and a half to get through downtown just to go to two different restaurants that's that's
2: the old joke is Toronto's always an hour away from Toronto
3: yeah like (laughs) it's a lot whereas I can go downtown here and you know we've got some great partnerships and you know I'll go hang out at Blue Water and see Ben and the gang there have a great cocktail and then I can walk across the street and go to their sister company Alyssa and just to have a Great cocktail there or yeah. great whiskey. And like, Dav- Davin's coming back, she's her Matt leaves almost over, yeah, kind of stuff. That'll, that'll like if you
2: if you need a good whiskey cocktail, Davin, Davin McKegan makes them. Just top notch. So,
1: you know, again, when you talk about the title of luxury brand ambassador, I mean, because there are some heritage, I mean, you call them luxury, we do accept them as luxury, but these are heritage brands in your portfolio.
3: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about, you know, companies that are started in 1779 with Beaumont. It's the second oldest distillery in Scotland. It's home to the oldest maturation warehouse in the world. So we're talking about some rich history. Even LaFroy, you know, that's our younger out of the two brands. 1815. 1815, <laughs> like, you know, we're talking hundreds of years. And, you know, this year we're about to celebrate uh, with Laphroaig, we have something called the Friends of Laphroaig, where you can become a member or a friend of Laphroaig. We're celebrating 30 years of that. We have over 600,000 members of Friends of Laphroaig.
2: A friend of mine did that, where he went and planted the flag yeah. out there and... Uh, and then he got informed that his his peat has been harvested. So he's like, "Well, I guess I gotta go get some, get a new uh,
3: place to put my flag." <laughs> no, because that will regenerate. Yeah, <laughs> that will regenerate. And you know, it's a, it's a great space to be. And you get a you get a square foot of land. And when you go visit the distillery, you'll get a dram to say thank you, and they'll pay you kind of rent, I guess, for uh, having your square foot of land. You get the GPS coordinates. You can go on Google Maps and even rename it to Joe's Place if you wanted to. And you go out and you put your, they'll give you a little Canadian flag and you can mm-hmm. stick it in your square for land. Right. It's a really cool experience. That's
2: cool. We've got uh, Lunar New Year coming up uh, uh, on February 10th. And one thing that I, I love is watching, uh, just how well Bowmore does uh around this time because Bowmore's is that that sweet smoke it's people are, are afraid joe of, of, of pita whiskey sometimes you know they might have gotten their dad's collection and and not realized what they're coming but with. with Bowmore, it's got this beautiful sweet savory sherry barreled kind of smoke and it works so well with uh chinese food that i love when i get to go to some of my friends lunar new year dinners and they pull out like Bowmore 15 or Bowmore 18 and i'm like all right like XO Sauce and Bowmore 18 is one of the best pairings you will ever have. I'm telling you right now, it is phenomenal. So uh, if you're celebrating your your Lunar New Year uh, dinners and having your friends and family over, I highly recommend picking up some of that Bowmore because it does go so well.
1: So, James, with some of these heritage brands that you say date back to like the 1700s, are they constantly tweaking or innovating, or are they just strictly just keeping doing what they've been
3: doing? I'm so glad you brought this up because we have 2024 is going to be one of the biggest years of change that I will have witnessed and that many people in our company will have witnessed for the Beaumont brand. So we are very excited to, and we can talk about it, we can even show pictures of it. Uh, We've got some really new great things coming out. The first thing we do have is a brand new series coming out. It's gonna be limited in production uh, and it's going to be a Beaumont Sherry cast series. 12, 15, 18 and a 21 year old in that series. And when we introduce that, we're also going to be introducing a brand new package for the brand. And it's going to have a brand new look. And I've got it on my phone here just so you guys can see it. I was
2: peeking over your shoulder.
3: But if you want to see what ultra luxury looks like, we've gone away from that, you know, that white box. Mm -hmm. And we've gone into an all black gold sea dragon story, which we're really excited to start telling that story about some of the myths and the lore uh, of Isla. Sure. And uh, we're really excited about this series coming out. And then in 2025, we'll have our core range. will all transfer to the new package as well. So we're really excited for that. And then, obviously, we have some bigger news coming out uh, that'll be later in the year called ARC-54. So we're really excited about the ARC-54 motion, uh, which if you're familiar with Bowmore. you uh, we had that crazy, crazy looking bottle that looked like yeah, it was it was, from it, space. It was. It was. Uh the Arc series is going to continue down that path and we're just we're creating some of the oldest wiki, whiskey we've ever done out of that distillery. And it's it, amazing. And what is there, like nine bottles for the whole country? Uh there's a hundred and two for the the planet. World. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. it. And we will we're making, our, we're making our pitch to our global brand house now. So hopefully they hear this and they're like, oh, they can sell yeah, uh, 10. So, you know, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting when we get that allocation.
1: So I'm going to guess if there's only 100 and how many bottles? 109? 102. 102. I'm guessing the tag is a little high. Uh,
3: yeah. yeah. I, I can tell you, we don't even, we can't disclose the price yet because yeah. we don't know it yet. Yeah. We're yeah. still working on a lot of planning and logistics. But I can tell you, you know, the ARC-52 was at 125,000 Canadian retail. Oh, wow. Okay yeah I mean, like like for all of the models,
2: I love the work that James does because every time he sells a bottle that pays for a nurse for an entire year <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's yeah. like he's doing he's doing god's work yeah. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing right and and Canada does over index on scotch whiskey we've got a Scottish heritage, our first two prime ministers were scotch. Um, and we, we, we punch above our, now, our weight and population. You, if
1: you are fortunate enough to get your hands, be one of the 102 people to get a bottle. Is that something you just sell her and leave it alone and just watch it rise in value? Or do you actually sit there and savor it and enjoy it sip by sip?
3: I've got customers of all types. Uh, I have some who will probably sell her and just, you know, they're collectors. Yeah. They'll give it to their kids. That's right. one buyer. Literally he's, it's, he's getting these things for his daughter when she's done university and she gets his collection. That's great. I've got another gentleman, uh, he literally is, can I get two bottles? And I was like, you're an absolute madman. He's like, yeah, no, we're going to have you over, we're going to do a big tasting one night. And I was yeah. like, I'm all in. But, you know. <laughs> Sounds awesome. To each their own, and um, I think whiskey's always been meant to be shared, and I really don't care the value of it, if you've got a bottle in your house, um, needless to say, I've Got a few in mind and there's not one closed bottle. Well, because
1: I don't have anywhere near the palate that, that you two have. Let me ask you, to the untrained palate, is there a significant difference between, say, aging something ten years to twelve years to fifteen years? Would I detect the difference? You
3: probably would. Both of you probably would. Would I? Yeah, you really can. And even if you take our core range, the ten, the fifteen, and the eighteen, they're both aged in the same types of cask: American oak ex bourbon and sherry oloroso European oak. But the percentage or the influence of the sherry cast changes in each expression. So you get very different notes. So it's not just about the aging. It's about the types of barrels and the oaks that we're using in the aging process that create all these great flavors. The longer you age that, those rich tannins are coming out from those barrels, and they're really giving the whiskey that flavor. You know, when whiskey goes into a barrel, a lot of people don't realize it's clear as water called New Make Spirit, okay. we get the, all that coloration from just sitting in that barrel for 10, 15, 20 years.
1: I did not know that. Every, everything, the dirty
3: little I've secret o- of whiskey
2: we've is... We've only done this show all since the early 40s, v- and I
1: just learned <laughs> that today. It wow. all starts
2: out as vodka. It's wow. that time in the barrel that wow. really, really changes yeah. Yeah. it. And I not think you would. I mean, you should just uh, come to some of our whiskey events and Taste the Legacy. And, yeah. and uh, James has been kind enough to do a few of them uh, over the years. And uh, you know the difference between the Beaumont 12 and the Beaumont 18... Is, it's profound. You can really see uh, the the care and the contrast. So, I is know.
1: whiskey sort of catering? Like, is it catering to a new generation? Do the new young up and comers in the early twenties are they starting to try and carve out an appreciation
3: for whiskey as well? The entire the entire category of spirits and Daryl, you can attest to this. We've gone away from when we were young and we were in the bars, just doing shot after shot yeah. <laughs> after shot, and it was about quantity, quantity consumption. We're yeah, sure. we we're living in a time where it is about quality. It's about that luxury. It is about elevating your experience, and that's what we're really focused on is creating experiences for guests. So having one or two, spending a little bit more value on that and spending a little bit more money and in really investing into a moment for yourself. And I think for me, that's what Beaumont is really about, you know, we've got a few core pillars that we believe in, but everything at Beaumore is done with intentionality. And we talk about our pillars for the LaFroy brand and you know, one of them is it's it's literally built in the spirit of friendship. Yeah. And when we when we start really getting into our brands, it's like that moment of you and I being able to sit down and enjoy a great whiskey and sharing that moment together. And whatever that moment is for you, it could be your kid playing basketball, it could be you go into a football game for the day, whatever that moment is for you,
1: uh, James. I know that you're out here doing uh, doing seminars and things, and t- t- tying in with um, Robbie Burns Week. Um, and I know you're from Toronto, so unlike from Toronto, we've got a top placed hockey team here. We've got number one overall settle, hockey team. Down. They're called Can the Canucks. Can we not do this? They are down. playing tomorrow night. You might want to turn on the TV and see what a first place hockey team looks mm. like. <laughs> oh, yeah,
3: yeah, 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 Just yeah. say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was also in the city last time they went to the uh, the cup, and I think okay. that got pretty rough. Yeah, it was, was really fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was yeah. great. I
2: remember. I'll never forget the giant flaming teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to throw it because I,
1: I get a lot of. I get all the Toronto praise heaped on me all the time here. So we have which, fun with it. It's pretty rare. This is the first time we've ever say we're number one. It's
2: That's good. I thing. mean, it, it, they needed to do it. And, and uh, I bumped into uh, Coach Talkett uh, at Parlor in uh, in uh, Town yeah. and it was uh, what was really great was was just seeing how everybody's excited about it again because it, it has been uh, you know what ten years since they made the playoffs. Yeah. 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 Kind of things. So, that would yeah. have been
3: well. That was 2010, because yeah, that's the same year we won the gold medal in the Olympics. That's right. That's right. Yeah,
2: I was in that crowd. Yeah, yeah. That was
3: great. Yeah, that was yeah. a great
2: time. We might we put in for the lottery, and the only thing we ever got was gold medal hockey men's, gold medal hockey women's. Oh. We put in for that, and it was like that was the two things we won. I was okay. so excited, and then I saw the price.
1: <laughs> so some new innovations for 2024. I don't know when your travels bring you here next time, James Neal, but always a pleasure to see you, sir. You're always impeccably attired, and I learn
3: more from from your presence. So thanks for. Joining us. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Have a great time, and we'll see you soon. Cheers. You're listening to Ciders,
0: Sodas, and Cocktails, the RTD show on SportsNet 650. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary, and Legacy Liquor Store brand ambassador Daryl M.
1: It is the Ciders, Sodas, and Cocktails, the RTD show on SportsNet 650 AM. Also 96.9 FM HD3, available wherever you download your podcast. Powered by Canadian Club and Ginger Rail in tall cans. Meet your new cold one. Well, we sit here, Daryl Lamb, I'm Joe Leary, this is Legacy Liquor Store's attachment called The Taste of Legacy. We are sipping some cold ones, and Daryl, uh, that's a product we had on the show before because we've talked, when we started doing the show back in the, I think the late 70s now, or yeah, whatever, whenever it was.
2: Easily. The, back in the last century.
1: And the, uh, and the first entry on the market, if I recall correctly, was a vodka soda. Yeah, and, vodka and soda and really,
2: like that yeah. really opened it up, I mean, I had the earlier stuff, the the kind of the coolers, the Palm Bays and the Mike's Hards and things like that. But when you really got to the real can cocktails, it was definitely the vodka soda explosion.
1: Yeah, and then everybody, of course, jumped on the bandwagon, and that's fine. But what's a problem for you? Because it's not that you don't want to take the product. You just don't have room for everybody's that's product right. and entry. But I think we've been talking for a while now. Tequila is really where it's at.
2: Yeah, the 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 2023 date is in. And at uh, Legacy, it was the year of tequila. It wasn't even close. Tequila... Was a monster, but they didn't all work, right? So we had uh, brands that came in; they didn't sell. Other brands were juggernauts. It was it was really interesting to see who wins because when something becomes popular, everybody tries to copycat, and then we see who would uh, who who's going to win this game uh, at the end of the year. And in the end, this this particular brand, Cabron, uh, did extremely well mm-hmm. for us at Legacy Liquor Store.
1: It is really good. Let's welcome Jolene Larson, who is the regional field sales manager. For Carabron, how are you, doing? I'm doing great. That, that
4: title sounds excellent. It I does. actually just recently got that promotion, so right. it sounds different. It sounds right. good. It sounds good. Sounds good. I like yeah, the yeah, way like it flows. So Thanks. before
1: before we get into the present, let's de- delve into the past a little bit. Have you been in the, the, the spirits industry for a while? Have you been roaming around in different areas?
4: No, I've actually been with this company now for 13 years. So I just celebrated 13 years of wow. uh, September 20th. Same company. We started off with just beer, and then since then we've added spirits into our portfolio. I, so. I work
1: in broadcast where people don't celebrate 13-year anniversaries, so I yes. <laughs> this is news. Today. I had a party. Okay, they threw a party for me. So, so how long has Cabron been on the market? One year. Just this is a year. This is the
4: second year going into it. So we launched it last summer, actually. And this is our second uh, occasion
2: to. Yeah, visit we uh, we uh, we, uh, we were able to bring uh, Cabron on uh, when they were first bringing it out into the market because a lot, so many new tequilas were coming out. They had to get ordered out, and Cabron took off immediately i mean the packaging's beautiful the mexican tile work and the flavors are really really hit home everybody buys that first package first to see how it is it's for what i look for is when they buy the second if they buy the second then i know it's a good product
1: well i know also from our conversations there that there's a certain uh caveat if you're going to call it tequila it has to have a certain degree of certification is that correct
2: It, it it here's the problem it doesn't Uh, You can go out, literally, because the Canadian labeling laws are so, so lax, you could have a vat of vodka, buy one bottle of tequila, dump it in, and call it made with tequila. What you need to look for is the CRT NOM number. It's a, a Mexican government certification number, and Caprona has it. It's actually NOM number 1504. So you know that the Mexican government certifies this as real tequila. And that is a very important thing to look for, for sure. Uh,
1: Jolene, do you happen to have any knowledge of the process in order to come up with the flavor profiles? Because this is the one thing we always talk about. You know, again, when you go back to the origins of vodka sodas, everybody had a lemon, everybody right. had a lime, and then a couple people started to expand the parameters a little bit and try some new flavors. What yep. was the uh, the flavoring process? Well, like?
4: that, that's actually very true. They did have um, a panel. So what they did was that they chose the flavors of, of Mexico that were um, popular to them. Like, um, for instance, the Cantorito very popular drink in Mexico. So it's basically, um, you would probably know, you know, white tequila with uh, grapefruit and lime juice, something easy drinking and light. Um, the ranch water was something that was sort of newer because ranch water has been a sort of a trend, what we've heard lately. So trending ranch water is sort of like a like light, skinny margarita, so to speak. So that was one they were like, you know what, there's something about this. When I was in Scottsdale a few months ago, Everybody was drinking these uh, ranch waters. I'd never heard of it.
2: Yeah, ranch water took off. Originally, it was called the Austin uh, Ranch Water. It was was created in Texas by a bartender. Uh, And we we started to see it on our radar about six, seven years ago. But it was really just southern Texas. And now this is the, the, the big drink.
1: So let's walk us through the flavors you have. You have what's called the Fiesta Pack. We do.
4: So our Fiesta Pack in this one, we actually have a, a new one coming out, but this one that we have currently is our cantoritos. So that one is a grapefruit, lime juice, tequila. It's very refreshing. You know what? It's These drinks are not overly sweet either, but they still have a little bit of fruit juice and sugar so that they are not quite like your regular... Yeah, not so stringent. They have flavor in them and then the white tequila. And then we have our ranch water. So that's um, tequila, lime juice, and a pinch of salt to give it more of like an authentic um margarita taste to it and then our POG, so that's passion fruit, orange, and guava. That's a little bit more on the fruitier side, and that one is a very popular flavor in Mexico. So they chose that one because of that's a very popular drink to have. And that's
2: available in a six pack.
4: It so is. You can it's actually
1: also just in a six pack. The, uh,
2: the, the POG there.
1: So one thing that is evident is it is a colored beverage, and this is one thing we've talked about before because when everybody came out with these new concepts, it was all clear. All clear. And it was really kind of hard to kind of wrap your head around. You're drinking a mar- whatever flavor it happened to be if it's clear. So are all of your products different shades?
4: They are because these. Ones ones actually have real fruit juice so the color of the what you see right Right. here that this one is this color because this is so we're drinking right now the ranch water there is no really color because all it is is lime juice and tequila and a little bit of salt but
2: it's definitely not clear
4: yes it's like exactly the way it should be because then you see like the lime (laughs) See the lime juice in there? So it's actually real juices that are used. So the Cantorito, um, do you have one of those over there? He has got Yeah, the
2: Cantorito's got, it almost kind of has that color of fresca. It does,
4: exactly. So that's just the real fruit juice that's used in these ones. So we didn't take out anything or didn't add anything but what you see on the package.
2: Now you got a nice little tan
4: because I think you were- I was just in Mexico. You were in Mexico planning the next next, uh, flavors. Well, as a matter of fact, we actually were in Mexico planning the next flavors and we met with our tequila supplier who supplies us with the cabron tequila. And to your point, you're right. We use the white tequila and we do have the certification. So with what we just talked about, some of the drinks that are on the market right now say tequila. They're tequila flavored, so to speak. This is the real deal. And I actually got to try the tequila straight that we put in this drink. And I think that's why I love these so much because it's a premium Product.
1: So are you on to some kind of NDA, or can you reveal what this new flavor is going I to be? I
4: cannot yet, okay. but you know what? Let's schedule something else, and then we can yeah. do a big reveal okay. on the show.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it, right now is the most interesting time for anybody at uh, working at Legacy Liquor Store, because I use the entire team. Yeah. I bring them back. We get the silver bullets, no labels, trying all the new kind of flavors. So I, I know what's coming on the Cabrona, and I'm pretty excited really? uh, about what's coming. I, I will give you a thing. small
4: hint. I know one of the flavors might or might not have coconut okay. in it. Okay. So, that's that's a and then the other one might have something to do with the sunrise, but I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so okay. put your put you can put two, your and fav- two together. Your favorite yeah.
2: Sylvester Stallone movie, Joe. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you
4: go. See? Um,
1: now, I know that Cabron is a popular term. Uh, yes, that's, it is. That, that's used. Yes. Uh, has, hey, there, buddy. has there been any feedback, good, bad, or indifferent about it? Yeah,
4: there has been feedback, good, bad, okay. and um, everything in between. Okay. Um, of course, when we named it Cabron, it wasn't meant to be something derogatory. It was meant to be more like, a, hey, buddy, right. kind of like they have terminology in other parts of the world. Um, we talked about that earlier when I came in, so I won't say on air what they are, but um, it's not anything it's that's derogatory. It's, it's, it's a,
2: it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, Mexican term of endearment. Exactly kind of what story, it is. Right?
1: Arturo, what do, you, what do you think? Cabron, good word? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's
4: more meant to be like a fun, when yeah. they named it, it was yeah. supposed to be something catchy, but something fun, more yeah. like welcome to the party. Right. Hey, buddy, it wasn't anything derogatory.
1: So let's talk about the, the year in then. What's the year been like in terms of, you know, because again, when you get re- introduce a new product, right. um, there's so much competition out there. They're,
4: they're, I'm going to tell you, you that space. it has been amazing. We just had our sales meetings, like I said, and our Cabron sales, we um, absolutely nailed this um product I would have to say for all of the launches that we've had this is probably one of the better ones we could see that in our numbers we could see that in our sales Um, we've done really well with this which is why we're coming out with more flavors and another mixer pack this summer because of um, it's done so well and I think it's just because it's got flavor it's got the real tequila it still has lower ish calories it's got low sugar the price point is amazing on it compared to the other uh, to our competitors
1: Okay. I want to ask a question. I've asked this before, and I don't know if this is part of your marketing plan or anybody's marketing plan, but why are not more of these products on-premise in places like restaurants, like White Spots or Boston Pizzas and places like that, where your server is also your bartender?
4: Well, you know why? Because I think that when you buy something like this, it is a little bit more expensive than it would be just to toss together a, a tequila soda in your own restaurant. So the margin would probably be a lot less if you're just using a bottle of cheap tequila and some mix or a vodka soda. It's, I mean, it's easy when you're going to an event or something, and they have cans of product, but as a bartender, I would assume that it would probably be because you can make it in your own house and pay less.
2: We always we always talk about that, and in, in the end, one thing that's interesting, so uh, Legacy Liquor Store is part of Grandma Granville Group, and we own the Roxy. Right. Oh, I love And uh <laughs> And Sasha, the legendary Sasha, is still Who's there. Who's he? <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> Sasha? Yeah. Um, he was always very... He started, he
1: started their late 50s, I believe. I, I believe like, they are. Yeah, yeah. yes. like, uh, yes. The 1850s.
2: Yes. Uh, and I think he, he was always... I'm not gonna put those. I gotta make vodka sodas. I gotta right. make vodka sodas, and in the end, he he finally relented, and for two reasons. First, speed. Right. He right. give me give me four of them. Crack 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 crack. Next customer because the Roxy is busy. Roxy busy every day. Still, the other thing that he liked was his spillage was down. Right. Right. He knew if he had a hundred cabrones at the start of the night. And he sold 80 Cabrones. There's 20 Cabrones left. Right. Right? There wasn't this like, oh, hey, there's three three ounces of vodka missing from this bottle. Oh, it was a, it was spilled. It's in the bar mat. Right. Uh, kind of serious. So it's it's an interesting uh, thing where I think more and more on-premise well, is starting to realize there's some value there. And
1: that speaks well for places like the Roxy. But I'm thinking specifically, I use places like White Spot and Boston Pizza, not to demean anybody, but again, in a place where your server is also going behind the bar and making the drink, right. you're not getting a quality mixed cocktail from no, right. that person with all due respect. This is the perfect solution, and I wish it was available at more places. I like them
2: at events, too. Yeah. So when you've got it the, uh, sorry to cut you off, uh, when you have, like, a concert and things like that, uh, and it's just, man, I want a margarita, or I want a, I want a uh, ranch water, or, or you could just go and grab them and crack them, and, and you have one. Because when you're sitting outside in the sun and you're listening to music and things like that, beer starts to get a little heavy. Mm-hmm kind of stuff, and you just you just want that nice, clean highball, and they're perfect for events, so all the big event companies, there's a lot of events coming yep. this year, uh, they've all now, the beer garden is now essentially the yep. bar garden, because they've got to offer both. Sure.
4: I yeah. agree with you, and actually, I will say to that point, um, and I'm talking about myself here a lot, but I just got married in November, and we had the Cabron, oh, actually, thank you, we just, we had the Cabron, we had a full bar, and we had the Cabrons as well, and a beer, tank and all these things. And the very first thing to go was the Cabron. It, it just it was it just went away. Like we had all this hard bar and barely anybody drank cocktails. Everybody was drinking these cans. I thought I'd had more than enough. First thing to go. So it's just funny how, to your point. So now you got
2: cases of gin at your house. And like, I, I, I returned it. <laughs> I actually returned it. It was lots
4: of vodka left over, and so I thought for sure, knowing my friends, oh, everyone's going to drink vodka sodas and have the. Thi-. No, they wanted the RTDs. They wanted the convenience. We also did have satellite. Bars, if
2: you need, so if you, you need just just the vodka away at any event, just bring Joe. Joe. Okay, Joe, okay. Joe, okay. Help you're you out coming to the,
4: the next body. party. Okay. Done.
1: So. Um, now you have been with the company for 13 years, yes. and you're now front and center at marketing Cabron. Uh, for a year in. You did tell us earlier that you have a broadcast background. You did amazing. Why are you not oh, the face you. and voice of this company? I have a longer? face for radio, Joe. No, that's uh, not true at no, all. You're great. Stop. And the thing is, <laughs> if, in the, as I approach the, the next couple of years, if I retire out, you'd be a great host Oh, for you're amazing. Show, you know? I would
4: love to. Thank you. I really <laughs> yeah. appreciate it. Thanks. If, if,
2: if you had been doing it, I think we'd still be selling Joe Stips.
4: <laughs> you know what? We could have got rid of those bad boys a lot earlier if I would have been here, okay? Let's think about that. Next time. I'll
2: be your girl. So, Cabron, it is in the Fiesta
1: pack. You've got a new flavor or two or just... W- uh,
4: we actually Ooh. have... Uh- Three new three, flavors. Okay, well, when can we expect three new products? I should say In, uh, three new flavors. Uh, you know what? In looking to be at the end of March, early April. Okay. Well, so March is
2: our our two hour. Right, that's
4: right. I'll be here. Like, yeah, a, let's like do a it.
2: New new product release. Oh, we well, always, we'll do that. We, we can yeah, try it yeah, yeah. all. Yeah, we do two do special uh, two hour shows. Yeah. We do the Christmas uh, holiday party yeah. uh, uh, event and then and release. Yeah.
4: Well, I love eggnog, and I will come, and I will. All right. I'll be here.
1: Jolene Larson, the regional field sales manager for Cabron. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks
4: Cheers. for having me. you
0: back. It's Vancouver's hottest selling segment in the world of spirits today. Cider sodas, and cocktails. And you've got it exclusively on Sportsnet 650. Once again, your hosts, Joe Leary and legacy liquor store spirits educator, Daryl Lamb.
1: You are back enjoying Cider Sodas, and Cocktails, the RTD show. On Sportsnet 650, 96.9 FM, HD3. Also available for download wherever you get your podcasts. Powered by Canadian Club and Ginger Ale in tall cans. Meet your new cold one. Joel Larry and Darryl Lamb from Taste of Legacy, adjacent to the Legacy Liquor Store in Olympic Village. Our first show of 2024 and a longtime friend and sponsor of the show. Mr. Scott Thompson from Mad Lab Spirits in mm. South Vancouver. Cheers! How are you, sir?
5: Cheers! I'm all right. You know, we uh, we survived another year. Yeah. We're uh, uh, the world has seen seen fit to keep us on the uh, on the up and up. So we're going to make it everybody else's problem.
1: When we last saw you, which was last month uh, and a few months prior to that, you were talking about. People being able to purchase their own little cask and and do their own thing and get their own label on it. How's that program
3: going?
5: Great. On? You know what? I, we've actually uh, just secured my uh, third barrel to go out uh, on that program just yesterday. So we'll be uh, continuing with that a little bit, which is kind of nice. It gives some people some opportunity. Uh, we won't we won't announce it just yet because it'll be part of a part of a uh, restaurant group that so uh, wants a special a special release. For
1: people that that aren't familiar with this, basically you could you know Scott would manufacture some whiskey for you, bottle it for you. Age it for you, and you would purchase it, and you could put your own yeah. We basically on it.
5: we do we do some uh, some customization to the label. Right. Uh, you know, we make sure everything's on the up and up. But we uh, we can put your kind of put your logos on there. We can put your uh, put your information on there, right. and and you can have this whiskey. And what we're doing the the, the kind of nice thing about this, and I know Daryl kind of back me up on this, is because we're doing a single barrel. Um, first of all, we're only going to pick the ones that are of the of the top quality that, that are that are ready to be released as a single barrel. But you're also going to have that only, the only... Version of that expression of that whiskey uh, that's pot like that'll ever be made.
2: That's the beauty and the bane, right? You're gonna, it's gonna be your favorite whiskey, and then one day you'll never <laughs> taste it again. Yeah,
5: and I mean, you know, all of our all of our whiskeys are of a style, and you know, Daryl, you've tasted lots of ours. I know there's a lot of variation between batch to batch, but it's still definitely within within uh, you know a certain a certain range of style. But you know, we're 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 pouring this and, and tasting. This I'm tasting batch one. 11, and
2: yeah. my like, I love it. It's, I then the, like the the peanut butter, the, yeah, like the yeah, yeah. nuttiness we're of getting, it, I was like, how did this happen? And, and
5: I'm getting like even a bit more chocolatey than I usually get. Mm-hmm. Usually we get more like caramels and vanillas, and this one it's coming out a bit more of that chocolatey notes and not too bitter. It's really so I'm super thrilled with this. And and you know by the time th- this airs, it'll be a little bit too late because we're doing a, a special launch for this tomorrow, um, and we're we're kind of hoping that we uh, we move most of it out in the in one fell swoop. But uh, uh, no, and 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 that's the again the beauty of, of if especially if you're a whiskey collector, right? And you want something. That it's going to be unique to you and you're only the only one that has it you know you can have that hey this is my personal whiskey sure you know, I only share it with my closest friends, I only share it with yeah. the people I really like and respect. Right. Comes out from the safe, you know. Uh, and and that's sort of the beauty of, of being a small producer like me is that we're able to to sort of move like that and we're able to produce something that, you know, you ask you ask, you know, Crown Royal to produce something for you, they're like, sure, we'll put a special label on it. It'll be the exact same liquid that yeah. everybody else yeah, gets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: Now I honestly I, I think like yeah, for small businesses that are celebrating anniversaries, things like that, it's not a huge commitment but it's really cool mm-hmm. kind of then get your get your company logo on there and 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 then also, um, uh, you know, it's something unique.
1: I I know for years that, you know, companies have had parties or client parties or whatever where they they just slap a label on a bottle of wine and give you a bottle of Mm -hmm. wine to go, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool unto itself, right? But this is even better because you can personalize it. Uh, I've got a friend that's looking very seriously (laughs) at it because he thinks what a great holiday gift that would be. Yeah. You know, and regardless of the liquid in it, if, whether you're whether you're a whiskey fan or not, but if you're a whiskey fan, it's a bonus. Well,
5: and and the beauty of that, from like a from a marketing standpoint, is if you're getting that as corporate gifts, yeah. one of the things that people, you know, sometimes they think about, it, sometimes they don't, but that bottle is going to go on somebody's shelf, and they're going to look at that all. the Yeah, it's an advert all the time, right? It's in there. It's in their house. I I reminded them, and I'll go on. A, you might maybe you'll cut this out because it's long and boring, but I always hear the story of. Uh, um, uh, Branson, what's his airline? Oh, Richard Virgin. Branson. Virgin. Virgin. In uh, Virgin, uh, and and they used to have these little like uh, special salt and pepper shakers that they right. would have for all the people, and people kept stealing them, and they were like, well, what are we gonna do? We gotta get rid of these people keep stealing them. He's like, no, man, put more of them out there, put them out all the time, because people are stealing them, they're taking them, they're putting them on their shelf at home, yeah. and that's advertising in their home constantly.
1: Yeah, the only time that doesn't work is they've stopped replacing the sign Abbey Road in London, <laughs> so they've they've actually taken that away. Well, they're not
5: advertising for Abbey Road. No, don't
1: yet yet. <laughs> 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 people
2: know about, you know. So
1: uh, in addition to uh, the uh, the new whiskey, then. Scott, what else is going on at Mad Lab? What's the, what's the plan for 2024? You know what?
5: Uh, you know, 2024, 2023 was honestly, f- for for the whole industry, was a challenging one. Yep. Um, so we're just, we just want to kind of survive and we want to try to make sure we get a plan that we can, can survive into the new year. Uh, you know, we've got some, some modifications to some of the packaging that we're going to be doing and trying to, uh, we're also going to try to sort of uh, make our lines a little bit more cohesive right. uh, within what we're doing. So it's it's really about more refining our brand, refining our uh, our presentation and our marketing a little bit is sort of our big focus. But uh, again, the whiskey is just so amazing that it's it sort of hard not to focus on on producing that great liquid. And 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 like I said, one of the other barrels that I just confirmed yesterday, we're actually going to be doing, and I'm not going to talk about it just yet. But we're actually going to do a really unique uh, a unique finish on it. Um, and it's going to be something that maybe has been done, but definitely not in large scale.
1: And so. you are tucked away below Marine Drive. Near the banks of the mighty Fraser. Where where exactly are you again?
5: (laughs) Uh, We're 618. 618 East Kent South, Unit kay. 119. But I always say, just if you want to come down, try to get a hold of me first, because yeah. you know it's usually just me, and I'm in and out all the time. Yeah. So if you want to make sure you're going to connect, just uh, give me a call, email, hit me on social media at Mad Lab Spirits. Wherever is the easiest way. Yeah, and uh, you've got
1: a great range of stuff too. It's incredible. The whiskey only begins to scratch the surface. There's so much more to Mad Lab than.
5: Yeah, whiskey. and I mean, we're going to do BC Distilled again this year. We're going to do BC Distilled so, again this yeah, year. It's yeah, going to be uh, at the new location. Yeah, the Italian Cultural uh, Center. Yeah, yeah it's well, going to be fun. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be a little smaller, a little bit more intimate, uh, which I'm really kind of excited for because, yep. you know, as, as like I was saying, last year was a really tough one for the distillery industry and hold, as a whole. You know, we did lose a handful of a handful of great craft distilleries went down, unfortunately.
2: Legend, unfortunately, just announced their closing.
5: Yeah, which is which is wild, you know. Yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, as 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 tough as it is for all of us, you know, just just hanging on and surviving is kind of you know it's unfortunate we don't, we're not seeing the prosperity that we'd like to see. But uh, if we can survive uh, to fight another day, then uh, then that's what we're going to do.
2: If, if there's one thing anyone our listeners can take uh, away from our show today is uh, buy local. Yes. Yeah.
5: It makes, you yes. know what, and it makes such a difference. And and the other thing too is like me other is like we're spending all our money locally. Yeah. So if you're if you're if you're supporting us, we're not going to take that money and, and park it offshore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not buying Ferrari. all the
2: grain that made this whiskey <laughs> was grown in British Columbia. Yeah,
5: and we're not we're not buying Ferraris. We're not buying the Lambos. Yet. you know it's
1: not. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah well. Uh, Mad Lab Spirits. Scott Thompson is the uh, founder creator of Mad Lab Spirits. Always a pleasure, sir. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Thank you
0: guys. Cheers. The RTD and Spirit Show on Sportsnet presents On the Shelves with Dave Benson of Kitsilano Liquor Store on West Broadway and Vine. We'll keep you up to date on all that's in and coming in in the red-hot world of RTD and spirits. Here's what's on the shelves.
1: Time again for On the Shelves from Kitsilano Liquor Store with the proprietor Dave Benson. This is our first chance to chat in 2024, and I guess... Kind of a bummer for a lot of people, I guess, it's not start the new year off dry. So has there been a noticeable drop in traffic in in January because of dry January?
6: Uh, I should probably say yes, but no uh, is really the answer. But, But I think there are people doing it. I know there's been a push for February. Uh, you know, we're human, and uh, who knows? Uh, not all, everybody's that disciplined. You know, they, life still goes on. They start. You start getting those uh, visa bills from Christmas time and all that sort of stuff. So, I, I, I mean, definitely, there's uh, non-alcoholic sales are up. I so was, was going to uh, say, uh, at least, uh, there's some great alternatives. Yeah, there is some great alternatives. Yeah. So that, is, so probably. Uh, it's maybe not such a draft r- rather than a shift.
1: I've often mentioned that in, in the old days, like our days, back when we were working the Roxy, for example, I think your non-alcoholic option was O'Doul's. I think that was it. Yeah. That was pretty much it. And yeah. it tasted nothing like a real beer. Whereas now, I mean, a lot of these non-alcoholic, in fact, every non-alcoholic product I've tried tastes as good as the original product.
6: Oh, yeah. No, uh, people enjoy it. Uh, it's it's like everything else. You've got to do a little... Uh, um, uh, you know, is experimenting and okay. get it down right. It was like I found that with the gluten free beers. Yep. The first offerings weren't the greatest, but they've come a long way since then. Uh, you know, they've gone back to the drawing board and and uh, tweaked things where need to be tweaked, and uh, the product is much better. And uh, I find the same now with the non alcoholic. It's actually there. I mean, again, outside of the alcohol. Uh, you can't taste the difference. If I, if I put one up sure. to the next, yeah. you're going to see no difference.
1: Well, it's, it's like um, the comparison I make is that Diet Coke didn't taste anything like Coke, but now if you try Coke Zero, it tastes just like Coca-Cola.
6: Yeah, that's right, exactly. Yeah. Which is which is a Coke drinker's uh, right. dream, right? right. Okay, yeah. there you go. I Get out, uh, no sugar, and mm-hmm. it's still got the flavor. Yeah, yeah. Because I was one of those people. I couldn't drink. I couldn't do the Diet Coke. No, exactly, right? If yeah. I was going to drink it, I got to have a yeah. Coke.
1: Yeah. Mm. So for those that aren't doing Dry January, Mr. Benson, what uh, what are you recommending this month?
6: Well, there's, you know what? Uh, still, uh, the RTDs, uh, uh, we don't have any new ones right now. However, this, this past uh, week or so, there's now a lot coming down oh, the pike. Yeah, so yeah. in the coming months, you'll get lots of new innovation there, which is cool. Um, uh, but for January, I've got a couple of things. Uh, just uh, we've got a nice little uh, hazy IPA six pack. Variable conditions, Whistler, uh, local again. Yep. Um, uh, uh, you know, I like hazy IPAs. I, I, I am you know, and I wasn't a huge like i wasn't a huge ipa guy but i don't know what it is about the hazy yeah. somehow i enjoy yeah. it more than a traditional it, IPA. it makes it
1: a little bit more interesting i think yeah, yeah.
6: i i think yeah. so too so it's a nice one and whistler makes good yeah. uh uh reasonably priced uh beer across the board mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. it's good another one which is really cool which i hadn't really seen this is a sparkling sake mm-hmm. uh really nice japanese fellow it makes this out of uh, the okanagan kizuna and again uh takes it to a different level. Like the quality of his sake is like it's it's like uh, wines, you know, Uh, um, not necessarily that you have to pay more for it to, to for it to be good. But they're definitely different uh, classes, and and mm-hmm. uh, when you put this up to like the, the just a, sort of a, your yep. bargain basement uh, sake, it's night and day. And the uh, it's uh, the fact that it's sparkling adds a, a different sure. yep. uh, element to it. It's it's really really tasty, goes great with food, and yep. uh, and the the lovely fellow that uh, yep. that, that owns it uh, really like him. So it's uh, again local. Um, uh, well, uh, localish, and local, yeah. localish, yeah. Uh, and that's and it's and it's different. So it's it's uh, fun to try. And for the amount of people that like Japanese food in yeah. in, in Vancouver, give us a try sure. when when he yeah. gets some takeout. Uh, and again, speaking of those visa bills from Christmas, I just thought I'd bring out a nice Italian red that, yeah. that doesn't break the bank. That yeah. you know comes in at like sixteen bucks on the yeah. shelf. Nespolino, Sangiovese, Merlot, uh, nice Italian. Uh, all my uh italian buddies uh, uh their families love this it's great uh with with food it's mm-hmm. It's great to drink on its own and again it's the the best part is it doesn't damage your wallet too yeah. too badly yeah It's nice to have when you're going through your visa bills just to make yeah. sure you don't have it you, yeah. can, you can have a nice uh, tasty affordable glass of wine that you don't have to stress about
1: and these of course are on the shelves at Castellano Liquor store on Broadway by Arbutus Dave Benson always a pleasure
6: sir thank you Good to see you Joe take Cheers. care.
0: You're listening to Ciders, Sodas, and Cocktails, the RTD show on Sportsnet 650. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Legacy Liquor Store brand ambassador, Daryl M.
1: Welcome back to the RTD and Spirit show, Ciders, Sodas, and Cocktails, broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, 96.9 FM, HD3, and available for download wherever you get your podcasts, powered by Canadian Club and Ginger Ale. In tall cans, meet your new cold one. Taste of Legacy, Joel Leary and Daryl Lamb, and uh, it is a two-brand ambassador show. Of course, we open the show with James Neal, who is the luxury brand ambassador for Beam Suntory uh, in town for Robbie Burns Week festivities, and of course, he's got some incredible whiskeys in his portfolio. And I defer to you, my friend, because this is your wheelhouse. You know whiskey. I appreciate whiskey, but I don't know it anywhere close to you. And this is a whiskey that you said, when people come in wanting this you kind of direct them towards that because this is a great whiskey.
2: Like we always talk about it at Legacy, like we're 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 a, a, a whiskey country, a Scotch yeah. whiskey country in Canada, but we're a recovering victim of the 20th century. In 1997, in British Columbia, there were a, a grand total of seven whiskey brands from Scotland in the entire market. So there's so many of these beautiful, venerable old distilleries with these great flavors and unique packages that we never saw. And, you know, when I go home to my home province of Ontario, it's still all government controlled there. So I land and I go into an LCBO and I'm like, wow, 1971 is still raging hard uh, over here in, uh, uh, in, in the uh, the place to live, a place to grow. And instead here in B.C. we have something like uh, Legacy where I've got I've got over 500 Different skews of Scotch whiskey, so it allows me to get to the smaller, the 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 more venerable, lesser known houses. And so a few years back, uh, uh, a sales rep came in and said, "I, re- I represent the brands of of Inverhouse," and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I've been waiting for these! Like, let's get these going. You got the Speyburn, you got the Blair, let's go. Do you got any of that?" And and I, gotta I, I confess, I, like Anoch. It, when you see it, and it's like little lowercase a, and I yeah. mean, the, the, the thing, you know, you don't necessarily know what to, what to, how to pronounce the Gaelic, but three beautiful houses, completely, really unknown to Canadians, and now they are just blowing up because they're so delicious clean, and really, really great value.
1: Well, and with that, we welcome the brand ambassador of International Beverages North America, Maurice Chevalier IV. How are you doing? Well, how are you, sir? Excellent. Well, this, uh, it's
7: great to be back in Vancouver.
1: It's nice to have someone that has initials at the end of their name. We don't get yeah, any of it, those on the show. Is this real, or
7: is this like your, your
2: nom de plume, or or better, a nom de gar? Nom de gar. Uh-huh. <laughs>
7: uh Yeah, it's, it's true. It's, uh, it backfires sometimes. I will go to maybe once every three years, I'll go to check into a hotel and the front desk agent will insist that they don't have my reservation. And I'm like, I I have a confirmation number. I booked this months ago. And they're like, Mr. Iv, I don't have your, (laughs) and I'm like, Oh, okay.
2: So there's a really uh, uh, (laughs) quick digression, a former prime minister of Canada. I was having, I was having drinks with him. And when you're prime minister of Canada, you get a Royal title. Of right honourable, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, this this gentleman, his name was Joe Clark, uh, and uh, he was telling me it 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 is problematic because one time he got a call in his house from his telephone provider, and they're like, "Is Mister RT Hun in 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 uh, <laughs> in there?" He's like, "RT Hun, no, 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 you got the wrong oh, number," switch. and they hung up, and that they called is back, rich. "Is there a Mister RT Hun wow. there?" And he's like, "Are you seeing?" Uh, like right honorable, <laughs> wow. He's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
7: No Artie Hun here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <Artie> Hun. <laughs> Okay, so Mr. Iv, no, I'm yes. kidding. Uh, Maurice the fourth. Uh, tell us, tell us about um, the being the brand ambassador of the brand. First of all, Daryl, this is a brand that you've long. Been a proponent. Of.
2: I've been a big proponent okay. of it. Spayburn has always right. been one of my my favorites, and it comes. It doesn't necessarily come from just the fact that I'm a whiskey nerd and I do a lot of studying and right. things like that. I have my my Scottish heritage, my you know, my Scottish grandmother, and and this was one of her kind of things. The, the Spay River, the Spay Valley, that was definitely to her. That was right. that was that was her, yep. you know, uh, tower on the hill kind of thing and so so nice to be able to finally like try what she had always talked
1: about so how, how long have you been involved with the brand
7: uh, about three years okay. been in the industry this uh, month is my 15th year in the okay. industry
1: okay. and what, what attracted you to uh, this brand to start
7: Bayburn uh, in, in particular big whiskey guy yourself I'm sorry
1: are you a big whiskey guy yourself
7: yeah so before uh, I got into the industry I was in uh, promotional marketing pr- promotional advertising right and uh, I was a rep for uh, it was about ten states on the West Coast, and whenever I was in a new city, it could be like Seattle, Salt Lake City, just name a city. I was never one at the end of the day to just go back to my hotel and watch, you know, Sports Center. I, I'm like, okay, I'm in Salt Lake City. Where's a good place to eat and drink? And uh, I would just hunker up at the bar, and uh, if the bartender wasn't in the weeds. They had plenty of time to teach me about you know, what is a single malt or what, why is this called bitters or what does Amaro mean? So it was really 10 years of uh, auditioning for this industry without knowing it. And then we had the big downturn in 2008, and uh, my job was downsized. So I was out of work for about six months and just took the opportunity to reinvent myself and ended up working for a broker, and that was my uh, kind of my leg into the industry and have been very, very blessed to represent some amazing brands. And I don't think I've had any stinkers in my portfolio in the last 15 years. Um, Spaburn, in particular is just a real blessing because uh, we, it was established in uh, 1897, uh, steeped in tradition, but we never really had a proper visitor center until last year. So it was this brand, it was like this hidden jewel in the middle of Speyside that never really saw its true day in the sun. So those, those days are over. So with the visitor center uh, and the new influx of people being able to walk through the distillery and really get the, the true feel of the distillery, I think you're going you're gonna to hear Spayburn's name mentioned uh, all over the place. A classic, classic Speyside whiskey were just a jog outside of Rothis. Uh, our water comes from the Granty Burn, which is a little tributary off the River Spey, and the River Spey is that's holy water. That's our juice. That's right? the lifeblood of Scotland, and um, very soft water, very clean, very pure, and we're really connected to the environment. So that water used to, when we were done, we would it would be recirculated back into the River Spey, and then we found out that the water was a couple of degrees warmer. Than what the salmon were used to, and it was really agitating. And
2: them. the salmon's your logo. You that is the, our logo. That the is the logo, that is the
7: light blood. The salmon uh, is the heartbeat and the identity uh, of Scotland. That was that's what sustains us. A lot of people don't realize
2: that British Columbia wasn't British Columbia when it started. It was New Caledonia, ah. and the reason they called it New Caledonia was because of the salmon. The salmon there, and it, it, the synergy between the two places is unbelievable. I actually sit on the Scott Can boor, uh, board now about nation-to-nation trading, and we were we were meeting with the head of the, the Scottish government in Canada, and we were talking about the salmon. He was unaware that we had so much salmon over here. And Joe, I know you're you love salmon, and if you've ever tried. Single malt and salmon. It is, it's It's beautiful. You can tell that it's evolved. It's, it's like fine French wine and French cu- cuisine together. Salmon and Scotch whiskey is perfect. If you're Cedar Plank and Salmon, get a little mister and miss some Spayburn right on top of that salmon when you're going to cook it in there. Good and to It's go. perfect. Absolutely.
1: So, again, how has the response been? How long have you had the brand, Daryl?
2: Uh, we, we've, we've had Spayburn kind of off and on for years. I think it finally found its yeah. feet now. I mean, Maurice has only been in the role for three years. He's really brought some stability to it. Um, The new packaging that came out a year or so ago really changed I mean, it was really kind of old-timey Scotland, which didn't really pop on the shelf, and now look at it. It's beautiful. The embossed bottles. People are really starting to get it. It's like, oh, is this new? Well, if 130 years ago is new. Relative, yeah, in yeah, Scotland, really relatively, new, relatively yeah, speaking, right. it is. It's yeah. the, but to us, it's yeah. to, to most Canadians, yeah. they've never run into it, right? right? And it is absolutely well, And that's powerful.
1: One, of the, one of the values of, of, of a show like this, because, yeah, we do get the heritage brands, and we've had many on the show, but it's also nice when you can bring something into the fray where you know that people, if they give it a shot, they hear about it, they're willing to try it. This is outstanding beautiful
2: yeah. If people like that beautiful spay side with the, the kind of the lemongrass, the citrus, mm-hmm. the character, it, the parallel integration. Spay burn is it is absolutely beautiful.
1: Spay s p e y b u r n spay burn. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, just like uh, the river. Chevalier IV, the fourth, the international uh, or the international beverages brand ambassador for North America. Thanks for joining us.
7: Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Ciders, Sodas, and Cocktails, the RTD show on Sportsnet 650. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Legacy Liquor Store brand ambassador, Daryl Lamb.
1: It is the Taste of Legacy, Joe Leary along with Daryl Lamb. We are the Ciders, Sodas, and Cocktails RTD show on Sportsnet 650 AM 96.9. FM HD three also available for download wherever you get your podcasts, and powered by Canadian Club and Ginger Ale. Meet your new cold one in tall cans. Well, we uh, have Arturo Garcia who is with us. Arturo, of course, is with Northside Fresh, and yes. you've got a, a gig coming up. I now, do. You, I you've do. been building this this. Food truck, for lack of a better word, a food truck with booze, yeah. a booze truck. Yeah, essentially,
2: it's, it's a, a, mobile bar, a mobile Joe. bar, Joe. It's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a classy show. It's a classy show. It's a mobile, call mobile
1: it bar, as it is. It's right. a
8: pop-up bar that yeah. shows up in your parking lot.
1: Right, bar, and you can it. you can have it for a farm party, say in Richmond oh, yeah. or whatever, oh, yeah. and you offer a variety of of cocktails, quality cocktails. And yes. we've been enjoying your work. Appreciate and you. and we have kind of an assignment where I think last month in December we gave you. Uh, the bottle of peanut butter whiskey with Screwball, mm-hmm. and you made a couple of amazing cocktails with that, it. That
2: PB&J cocktail PB&J. was pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. enjoyed drinking that at home. And then Kim Matches, friend of the show, gave yes. you a bottle of the brand new Empress Aldeflower Rose. right
8: yes. And I really liked it. I really liked using it. Um, I wanted to make it nice and sparkly with yeah. the uh, what's called the Sunshine Coast cocktail. Yes. Charby. Kiwi. So of, okay. So kind of what, what is
1: this? This is this is a bit of gin mixed with. It's a reddish kind of looks like a fruit punch kind of thing. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
8: yeah. But a little bit more refreshing. And yeah. I use like very it's called fresh ingredients. Like I'm not going to use anything else. Mm. That's, that's gonna be that's a that's a delicious that's like a really summertime
2: kind of drink. Yeah. that's great. I, I Yeah, I think I think Cam would love to have that in his book. Yeah. You that's know, a, again.
1: Did you take that's some a, sexy pictures for him? To, to oh, send? don't you? Worry, I got them loaded okay. up. <laughs> <laughs> now the thing is, this is radio, so you can't appreciate the the effort that Arturo put into making appreciate. these cocktails. Because this next one, I never heard of this before. A Ramos Gin Fizz.
2: Ramos yes. Gin Fizz is a legendary cocktail, okay. and one of the things is it's 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 beautiful to look at. Because it is everybody loves a good sour, like a nice whiskey sour thing like that, and you got that creamy head. With the Ramos Gin Fizz, essentially you, you're trying to figure out how much more foam you can get above the top of the glass. And the the biggest one, I they, sometimes you see it like like two inches, three inches above the glass, but it's a lot of shaking. It's a lot of work yeah. to do it. I'll never forget. Cooper told me once um, when they first opened up Hawksworth, and they were doing a private dinner. And he's like, we want a welcome cocktail for all 20 guests. What is it? It's the Ramos Gin Fizz. And Kyle Cooper's like, absolutely not. not. He's like, He said, I would need a paint shaker yeah. to make that
1: but many if, uh,
8: Ramos Gin Fizzes. It's funny
1: because you've been making this since we've been recording the show, uh, Arturo. And I yeah. didn't hear an excessive amount of shaking. Maybe you just do it quietly. I, I don't know.
8: No, if anything, just...
1: Maybe technique, maybe, maybe. Technique. yeah. It was good. Your meniscus was at least so, like
2: an inch and a half above
1: yeah, the top. An it was good. So, where did this time.
8: inspiration hit you? Is this a drink you're familiar with? Um, yeah, I think I okay. made it before, I made it a couple times, and I know you guys kind of wanted it. Yeah, I'm like, oh. and especially with the other flower, uh, rose, I was like, oh, perfect. Put a little bit of honey in there oh. so more of it comes out. Well, and like so when I, when I
2: saw mm-hmm. it, I like a, a, it was pink. It was yeah. like usually the Ramos Gin Fizz is like it's white. It's a nice creamy kind of color, and mm-hmm. it's the pink must be coming from the elderflower yes. rose gin coming in with that beautiful it's red a very color. Sweet, that it has. very
8: good for Valentine's. Day. So in,
2: in, in, co- in, in, in
1: addition to um, the um, pop up bar with yes. Northside Fresh, you know you gig at a bar downtown. Are you able mm-hmm. to introduce some of these drinks to the? Uh,
8: the band um, manager there? That's uh, Yeah, I'll definitely yeah. chat with them. We definitely worked a little bit together and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, I'm, if anything, I'm focused on the next event that we're trying to be a part of, or we are a part of now, at the BC Dumpling Festival the in BC uh, Richmond. BC Dumpling Festival. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice little Dum- soir, dumplings, right? dumplings are a thing again. I love dumplings. I always yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. They were always so a thing for were me. They? Were they? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They weren't in the Leary household, but they oh, seem, yeah, to, be yeah. they seem <laughs> to be now.
2: Even in like, uh, the, the, like, I, I'm the British household I grew up, man, turkey and dumplings after Thanksgiving was always a thing. Right,
1: um, this is really good. I, I I don't even know what we're having. What we're gonna gift him with for uh, for February?
2: I got I got something. I y- think I got, got something some? that could be a little fun. So
8: no, so before you settle on these two, for example, did yeah. you try a couple other things that you just weren't really cool? Um, with? Honestly, I do spend the entire month thinking about yeah. other stuff. I talk to like friends, stuff I see like what's it called other restaurants that you have, yeah. or even on TV. I'm like, you know what? And, and, and the
1: visual is important to you as well,
8: right? Um, yeah. You eat with your eyes, right? So yes. that's right yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Right. So that foam coming off, I'm kind of happy today. Can not shake good. it too much? i like, oh, nice. I, I
1: have never again. had a Ramos Gin Fizz, but if they're all like this, this is outstanding. Oh, yeah,
2: you should just order it every time you go to a bar, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll love you. The
8: bartenders must love <laughs> it. I'll, I'll buy it around for the host. Don't yeah. come yeah. to my bar. Through. I mean, yeah, I could definitely come to my bar when you and uh, <laughs> that. And the but I really fest,
2: liked it with that with that alderflower rose and that nice pink. The flavor was beautiful. It was really good.
8: So I think that brought it a little bit more. So. Just well, like
2: honey, honey, or did you go for like? Did you like class up with a manuka honey, or oh, uh,
8: that no. far? Like kind of jam? <laughs> only fireweed honey. Quebec <laughs> honey, Quebec Canadian honey. Uh, uh, right. so, all right. It
1: is Northside Fresh on Instagram. I know you do some great uh, artwork on the, on there as well. Um, Cam from uh, from. Empress Jin is going to love this. He's going to love, love, gonna love yeah. this. This is amazing. Um, Arturo, you're starting off 2024 on an extreme high. No, it's... I don't know what Daryl's assignment is for February, but <laughs> well, I know I you'll wait. nail it. You'll you'll stick the landing. Thank you so oh, much, yeah. my friend. Appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks, guys.
0: You're listening to Ciders, Sodas and Cocktails, the RTD Show on Sportsnet 650. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Legacy Liquor Store brand ambassador Daryl M.
1: Well, that is a wrap for the first program of January 2024. Joe Larry and Daryl Lamb from Taste of Legacy on the RTD show, RTD and Spirit show on Sportsnet 650 AM. Our thanks to a couple of brand ambassadors. We had, of course, James Neal, who is the luxury brand ambassador for Beam Suntory, and Maurice Chevalier IV from uh, Spayburn. What a beautiful whiskey that is. Isn't it gorgeous? Oh, Lord, yes. Also, our friend Scott Thompson from Mad Lab. Another disco. gorgeous whiskey. Absolutely. Um, and uh, Jolene Larson, who introduced us again to Cabron Tequila Beverages. And uh, Arturo stuck the landing once again with uh, his cocktail. What a way also. to
2: kick off 2024, Absolutely. our 287th year of the <laughs> RTD show. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Daryl, I know that you've got uh, business to attend to here at Taste of Legacy. It's a great room. You've probably got – it's a brand new year, so I'm sure there's a lot of open spaces on the calendar that people could book. If you're looking for a place to – no, maybe not. Okay. But, 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 <laughs> Stephen's like, we're full. <laughs> but if you're looking for if you're looking for a room where it holds about 28 people or 30 people, yeah. and nice little room, uh, great tutorials, and and a great tasting room. Secrets
2: out. We're getting yeah. a lot of people booking it. You know, we, we're doing PACs, and if you're on a PAC, I yeah. highly recommend. You know, what what better way to do a parents' action committee than doing it with also with a wine tasting? <laughs>
1: wow, Well wow, it's a really it's a really cool. room. Anyway, my friend, we'll uh, see you again uh, next month, and don't forget our in March. That's when all the new RTDs just yep. flood the shelves. Yeah, so that's going to be our, a, That's our two. Our special innovation show. special. Our thanks to producer Greg Balak, and that is a wrap for the RTD and Spirit Show Sportsnet 650.
0: Cider, sodas, and cocktails, the RTD show, and you've got it on Sportsnet 650.